Hello and welcome to the Conscious Entrepreneur Podcast, the place to be for visionaries, conscious entrepreneurs, and enlightened leaders who know they are here to not only make an impact in the world, but to leave their divine legacy, touching the minds and hearts of everybody that they encounter, and to leave the world a better place. My name is Cody Ann Smith, and I am the host of this podcast. I help visionaries and leaders like you tap into your higher purpose so that you can ignite your gifts in the world and share them in everything that you do, creating more purpose, peace, and prosperity in both your life and your business. You can think of this podcast as your hub for inspiration, motivation, divine wisdom, insights, and so much more. If this sounds good to you, tune in because I know that you're here to have massive breakthroughs and I can help you do that. Hello and welcome back to the Conscious Entrepreneur Podcast. Thank you so much for your gift of presence. It means so much to me that you guys take your time out to listen to this podcast. I really appreciate that. And thank you to those who have went and left reviews over on iTunes That has helped me so much, and if you feel the call to leave this podcast a review, I'd like to give you a thank you in advance. All right, so let's get started on today's episode. I think today's episode might go maybe a little bit longer than normal, but I'm going to try to keep it at the 20-minute mark. Can't promise anything, though, because this is a big topic, and It's kind of taboo in some industries. We don't really want to talk about it. So I am going to be the one to present it today to you. So the topic of today is burnout. I actually just recently experienced a burnout back in November. My kid's dad was working 84 hours a week with no days off back to back And I was left with a pile of extra work taking care of three children all day, every day, and then the regular house stuff, creating content, and working in my business. So I'm really good about creating a schedule and creating a system that works. And it does work. But sometimes a burnout can happen even if you have the systems in place. So today, we're going to talk about burnout, what causes it, what it is, early signs and even late signs of burnout, how to prevent it, and how to recover. Okay, so what causes a burnout? There's a bunch of different reasons that we might burn out. And it's not always that we don't love our work. It doesn't necessarily mean that at all. It can but it doesn't necessarily mean that for sure. So yes, one of the causes can be that we're working on something that's not aligned for us, especially for a long period of time. So something that really rings for me, because I'm a solopreneur, I do all the things myself. One of the things that feels daunting to me is creating graphics for each email that I send out every week. That just feels like it sucks my energy. So it's not always aligned for me to do that. And sometimes it is. So it just depends. Sometimes it's the timing, but sometimes the task itself can be something that is not aligned. And if we continue to try to push through something that's not aligned for us, 
it can create a burnout. So that leads to the next thing. When you are feeling like you are up against a wall, when you feel resistance towards something that you know needs to get done, but you do it anyways, maybe it's not the right time. Maybe it's something that you really do not enjoy doing, but you just push through anyways. Well, what can happen is if you're already running on fumes, because by that point, you may already be running on an empty tank. And if that's the case and you keep pushing through, eventually you're just going to fry the engine. And that's kind of what happens when we create this burnout. We don't even realize it sometimes until it can be too late and you are already experiencing the signs and symptoms of a burnout. Another big reason or a cause for burnout is that we're not meeting our needs. You're not meeting your own needs. So if you're pushing through, doing things that are not aligned, or working at a place that drains you, or doing work that you love, but you're just overloading yourself and not meeting your needs, that can really lead to burnout too. And all of these things that I'm talking about today on this podcast, you don't have to have all of them. You can have a few of them and it doesn't really matter what order they're going in either because every person is so unique. And so it's important that you identify for you what that looks like. What does it look like to experience a burnout? Maybe maybe it is that you haven't met your needs. So that can create a burnout. Or maybe you have too much repetition because Having repetition is really great. Having a system, having that schedule that you follow every single day is really good for self-discipline. But sometimes we can create too much repetition and then we end up getting bored. The longer that we do things that are not fulfilling for us, the quicker it will lead to a burnout. And I want to let you know, if you're a parent and you're experiencing burnout because you've been nose to the grind doing all the stuff that a parent does, it's extremely exhausting and there's no reason to feel shame around that. Just because you feel exhausted or just because you know that you've pushed yourself a little too far with your kids, like, you know, just taking care of everything and not giving yourself what you need. There's sometimes a lot of guilt and a lot of shame around mentioning that being a parent can cause a burnout. So let's just let that elephant into the room and say that it's common and it doesn't make you a bad person to admit that because you're only human and Everybody has their limits. So we know you love your kids very much. And yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Another sure sign of reaching a burnout or a cause, I guess, to burnout would be continuously doing a job that never seems to have a stopping point or never having an end point. So if you're employed, that could look like your boss throwing a bunch of extra work on you and you feel like you're never going to be able to accomplish what you have going on and your life just starts to become marking off checklists (laughs) instead of 
enjoying what you're doing, that could be a major cause to a burnout. It could fast track you to a burnout. Also, if you are a work at home parent, then you are very well aware of the never ending jobs. So what we can do about this is to create little mile markers or little stopping points where we can celebrate the completion of a job before we go on to the next one, even if it's small, which kind of leads me into the next one. And that's a lack of variety. If you don't have very much variety in what you're doing, it can lead to a burnout. Tony Robbins says that this is one of the six human needs is variety. And if you don't have that and you're not giving that to yourself, then you could create a burnout through that. Another thing to think about here are deadlines. And we can't completely get away from deadlines. It's just, we just can't. But inflexible deadlines, major cause of burnout. So if you have the ability to create flexibility with whatever it is that you're doing, then I highly recommend that. And the last one, which I'm sure there's more, but this is what I came up with, is taking on more than you can handle. If you know that you have a full plate, but you think that, well, one or two extra tasks aren't going to really make much of a difference now. I already have all these other things to take care of. Sure, let's just put that on the plate. So taking on more than you can handle can absolutely be one of the biggest causes to burnout. So now that we have covered some of the causes of burnout, I would like to talk about some of the early signs. Okay, so the very first thing that I noticed was fatigue and lack of motivation. And usually that's out of the norm, out of the norm for you, probably because you're more than likely somebody with a lot of ambition. So it kind of comes out of nowhere, left field, and you just get tired and you start taking naps more often and you just don't really feel motivated. That is one of the biggest signs of burnout. Another one might be confusion and inability to focus or concentrate. So when you're feeling tired, it's likely that you are also going to have a tough time concentrating. And likely what's also happening is that you have a million things going through your mind. So you can't focus on one thing at a time. That is a huge sign, which naturally leads to the next one, which is moodiness and anger. You find yourself being more short than normal. Your patience is thinner. Yeah, you just you just kind of feel on guard. You just kind of feel edgy. And that could be another sign. Now, moodiness and anger alone doesn't necessarily mean that it's an early sign of burnout. None of these things alone mean that. But burnout's pretty self-diagnosable. And when you have multiple of these signs and symptoms, and you can kind of understand for yourself if this is what is occurring. Another sign, you feel exhausted and emotionally exhausted and physically exhausted. So you're tired, you're exhausted, and you don't feel like doing anything. And emotionally, you just feel like you can't really take much more. 
you might even mistake this for depression, but it's more than likely not. It could be. I'm not a therapist and I'm not here to diagnose anybody with anything, but it could be easily mistaken for something like that. What you'll notice is that you have a lack of creativity. So usually if you are an entrepreneur, then creativity is like the base of your entire world, your entire business, innovation constantly, right? So it could be a huge problem for creative people, visionaries and leaders, if you're lacking that creativity. But that's one of the biggest signs of burnout is that you don't feel creative. I know I didn't. That was one of the first symptoms. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even feel creative. And talk about scary. When you don't feel creative and your entire business is ran off of your creativity and you don't feel the least bit creative, it's tough, but it is definitely a sign. Eventually what happens is that you fall into late signs of burnout. So let's say that you noticed the early symptoms, but you didn't really do much about it and you just kept pushing on. Well, the later symptoms are things like no ambition at all. You start to feel melancholy. You can't even really see the big vision. And the biggest thing, your why doesn't even matter anymore, which a lot of people are like, just find your why. And that's what's going to get you through. And yeah, it does, especially when you're going through a low time. But when you're going through a burnout, your why does not matter. All that matters to you subconsciously is that you stop doing whatever's causing you to feel the way that you're feeling. But this can lead to a loss of identity in a sense. Okay, again, I'm not a therapist, but a loss of identity. Who am I? You've been so caught up on that hamster wheel of work, checking off your to-do list that you forget who you are. And that's one of the later symptoms of burnout. So if you're feeling any of these, it's time to really learn some prevention tools and then learn how to recover. If you are already way too far gone, there is hope and you can get back on your feet again, back to your normal self, and I'm going to show you how. All right, so let's talk about preventing burnout. So there's a combination, again, of these things. This, is gen- this isn't something where you just do one of them and then it prevents burnout. No, you have to figure out what works for you. And this is just a list of things that I came up with that I know are important for me. So the first thing, listen to your body's language. Our body speaks its own language. So are you feeling tired? Are you hungry? Are you bored? Do you notice tension in your shoulders? Do you have sore muscles? Is your neck sore? All these different things is your body's way of saying, hey, we're just pushing on too much and we need to back it up a little bit. So in order to prevent the actual burnout, start listening to your body's cues. Another great tool is to utilize the pause. And you guys are probably going to get so sick of me saying to pause, but I live by it and I'm telling you, this is the only way to go. So conscious breathing. After you take a pause, begin to consciously breathe. That means likely you have been holding your breath 
or you've been shallow breathing and you need to use all of your lungs. So consciously take some breaths after you take a pause and then allow yourself to breathe and do this regularly. Don't just do it when you're stressed out. Set a timer on your phone or something so that you can take a pause. I learned from being a smoker that I needed pauses. So when I used to smoke cigarettes, it was because I really just needed to take a break and go out and breathe air. But what I was doing was taking a break and going out and breathing in a bunch of poisons because I thought that's what I wanted and what I needed. But really, after some reflection years later, I realized that all I really needed was a pause and to go out and breathe, breathe air. And everybody could benefit from this. So that's a great preventative tool. The next thing you want to do, and these are not in any order, but make sure that you're switching up your mundane routines, breaking up your workday. So don't sit in front of your computer all day long. Don't sit there and work all day long without getting up and moving around or going to the store or going out to eat, doing something to break up the monotony. You've got to do that. That is a great way to prevent burnout because remember, burnout can come from a lot of repetition without any variety. So when you switch up the mundane, that's when you can prevent something like this from happening. Outsource. Great one. Outsource any tasks or activities that drain you. Now, I know that I really could benefit from this myself And I know a lot more of us could too. If you have the resources and you have the availability to outsource something, definitely do it because it's going to help prevent a burnout. Again, definitely something that I need to work on myself. But if you can, definitely do it. The next thing, schedule timeouts. Reconnect with who you are at a spiritual level. So your higher self, you have got to connect to that source because if you're walking around unplugged from that constant flow of life force energy, then you end up drained. And the more that you allow yourself to stay unplugged from that life force energy, the less energy that you have, the more that you become burned out, the more that you become drained. So By doing this regularly, you can prevent a burnout. Of course, we have things like eat healthy, really important, stay in tune with your body again when it comes to what you are eating, how the food makes you feel, only eating the things that nourish you and avoiding things that do not. Go out and socialize with people. Staying inside, being a hermit, just working by yourself is one of the fastest ways to burn yourself out. But You can prevent that from socializing and in person, you know, not just chatting with somebody on Facebook and not really even over Zoom or something in person. It is so different. And then exercise daily. And it doesn't have to be anything major. It could be a walk. It could be gentle yoga. It could be whatever you want to do whatever exercise is calling you, but make sure that you do it daily. And I recommend at least 30 minutes of exercise every single day. The truth is we cannot separate our mind, body, and emotions because they all 
are they play together. It's a holistic view. It's not this separation. We're not separate. We're not we don't just exercise and then eat like crap. You know, just we know that. So exercise is a huge one. Uh, journal daily. Journaling every single day can help you get all the stuff out of your mind and onto the paper so that you can see where you've been, you can see where you're going, and you're not holding on to all that stuff inside of your mind. So that's a great way to prevent a burnout is to start a daily practice like that. This one, get ready for your day. I do this every single day, even if I don't plan on going anywhere. Because if I get up and I take a shower and I do my hair, it might seem like a big pain in the ass. But at the same time, if I don't do it, I'm not going to feel good about myself. And likely you won't either. It's no fun feeling like a bum who hasn't showered in days or weeks because you've been so busy doing all the things that you need to do. And just taking that little step, even if it's an hour, if it takes you an hour, if it takes you 30 minutes, it's worth it. And last but not least, how to prevent a burnout is to unplug from social media and distractions multiple times a day so that you can recharge. Our phones literally drain our life force. I was at a convention not too long ago and there were muscle testing people and they were holding their phones and muscle testing if the phone was taking energy from people and every single person it was taking energy from them. So put the phone down, get away from the electronics. I know it's hard, but it can really prevent you from burning out. Okay, so now that we have covered how to prevent a burnout, let's talk about how to recover from a burnout. Because let's say that you missed your window to notice the symptoms and didn't really create a plan to prevent burnout. Well, there's still something you can do about it and it doesn't have to be a horrible experience. So what I like to call this is spiritual ICU or intensive care for your soul. And <laughs> in, of course, prevention is key at any point, but sometimes we don't do that and that's okay. So number one, stop all of your tasks. You literally have got to stop doing whatever you are doing, even if you're in the middle of a project or whatever. And I know, I know it's going to be hard. And I know your mind is going to tell you all the reasons why you can't, but you've got to find a way to stop. Like literally put it all away because that is the very thing that is contributing to your burnout. If you continue to push on and you continue doing the very thing that's causing you a burnout, you will not be able to get over it. You are not going to be able to nurture your soul back to good health. The next thing that you will want to do is to get in tune with your breath again. This breath work will always bring you back to your center. And that is where you need to make decisions from. Because if you're making decisions from that headspace where you're not even able to concentrate or focus, the end result is going to create more tasks and more problems for you to fix. And you're going to get stuck on an ever-ending wheel. So stop, breathe, and ask yourself, 
what you need right now. Because step number two is about meeting your needs. During a burnout, we completely forget about our own needs. And it's really important to meet those needs. So take time, breathe, and ask yourself what it is that you need, and then give that to yourself. Step number three, reset and reprogram. So practice letting go. After you've figured out what you need and you've given yourself what you need, then you are now in a place, in a space, where you can practice letting go all that is no longer serving you, okay? Because you're still gonna have these obsessive thoughts coming up, intrusive thoughts telling you that, you know, you have all these things you have to do. You still have all these things, but it's time to practice letting them go. And the way to do this is that when these thoughts come up, and I love to use the shower for this because there's not distractions in there. And when those thoughts come up or those feelings come up, you consciously ask yourself, am I willing to let this go? At least for right now. And then practice letting it go. Eventually, what's going to happen is that you are going to reach clarity. You're going to clear the clutter that has been keeping you heavily weighed down and burned out. And you're going to allow that life force energy to come back through because this is what spiritual ICU is all about, is allowing yourself to plug back into that connection. And that's exactly what we're doing here. Number four, come back to your center. Come back to your soul. We were just talking about that. So before making any further decisions, I highly recommend that you do a meditation and talk to others and reach out for support because meditation will get you clear and then support will help put things into perspective for you all over again so that you, for one, you don't necessarily have to feel alone and for two, then you feel more connected not only to yourself but to other people because humans need connection. So don't hesitate to reach out for support. Definitely a good thing to do if you are recovering from a burnout. Okay, and then number five is create a prevention plan and stick to it, right? Because what's the point in going through all of this if we're not even going to create a plan to prevent it from happening again? Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that it will never happen again, and you are human, so it might, but at least create a plan and stick to it so that you can do everything in your power to prevent it from happening in the first place. Then and only then can you return back to work, okay? And I know this sounds really hard, and it's not. It really doesn't even have to take that long. There's five steps total. It could take you a day. It depends on your burnout, your unique situation, and what you need, of course. So the time frame can range anywhere from an hour to a week to who knows. It's totally up to you. But those are some steps to take to overcome burnout. And I know because I just went through one and just recovered from one. So these are the steps that I took. This is what was able to get me back into feeling plugged in again, back to my soul and aligned all over again so that I can continue to be of service to the world. And that's what I want for you too. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you. If it was, definitely share it with somebody else. And thank you so much for your constant support, 
for tuning in. I love each and every one of you, and I will talk to you guys on the next one. Have a good one. Bye.